So before we before we get into the episode, I just wanted to say that I just started watching a new show on Netflix. Oh gee, I wonder called, what it is. No, it's called um, the Don't Haunting Watch of Hill House. This. Oh. No, I haven't started the Haunting of Hill House yet. I, I have to not watch stuff when Elliot's not home. Yeah, I because have to start Elliot, when Elliot's not home because he doesn't like it. Elliot and I are both smart people that know that you don't bring that kind of juju into your life because then it comes and finds you. No. Yes. But I'm watching uh, Don't Watch This, and it's basically like a Tales from the Crypt type of uh like mini anthology series like is each episode is its own like tiny horror movie oh okay and it's really good for those who are not faint of heart i believe hot anthony <laughs> is in one anthony sorry i was like who the fuck is hot anthony i don't anthony. know a, i don't know a regular anthony i don't know an average anthony well, i know i, I know an anthony in, though i live in new jersey so i know quite a few anthony's I mean, I went to high school with them, but I haven't seen them since, like, graduation, so I, I yeah. don't know that they count. Yeah, but Hot Anthony's in one, and he's in a very uh, American Psycho-esque episode. I haven't I haven't gotten to that one yet, but I what saw it on Instagram, nothing. and I'm so excited. Now, see, I do love me a good Anthony. Yeah. Like, I was living, everybody was posting Halloween costumes, and, like, as they do on Halloween, and mm-hmm. oh yeah this is our first episode post halloween this is and we're gonna fall into the tradition of what people do post halloween but i'll get into that in a second um okay. there were so many fab five costumes and so many like oh, baby bless. baby fab five costumes that's incredible i love it i loved every second of it it was like the the cutest things or there was this other one like for those who saw crazy rich asians which i loved um, there were all of, there was one where like this group of women, they had their babies dress up as the crazy rich Asians characters, and that also had me living. Oh my god! Like it one almost, the- almost, almost made me almost change my mind about wanting kids. Well, one of the guys I work with, his granddaughter was um, dressed as Elton John. And it was oh, the fucking cutest God. thing I've ever seen. Like a you little are tiny, kidding me. Like a little tiny toy keytar, and she had these giant sunglasses oh. with like pink, uh, like uh, glasses in them. Oh my God, it was oh, so my God. cute. Oh my That's God, I loved it. That's incredible. Why did you never tell me that your coworker's granddaughter is Harry Styles? Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. This is like, oh, oh, I have chills. But no, that is well, cute. That is cute. We're we're like almost like three minutes in. I know. And, uh, That's okay. People it, love us. Why don't you Why don't you introduce the podcast? Oh yeah, this is crime culture. You're not just listening to like, you're not listening in on a conversation between two women who Randos. should have better things to talk about. I don't think we've introduced the podcast for like maybe. Th- I mean, if they're clicking like on three it, they know weeks. what it is. You know That's what true. it is, right? Like you know what yeah. it is, and if this they don't know, like... if they don't know what it is, they just listen through to the end, and then they, I'm pretty sure they'll figure it out once we're like, all right, you can find us on this website, yeah, yeah, culture exactly. podcast at tumblr.com, or you can f- email us at gmail. Yeah, so I'm this is, I'm the this one is that, the podcast. Yeah. That's that's Haley. She's the one that knows the proper links to everything. I'm Caitlin. I'm the one that doesn't know all the proper links to everything. 
I think I got the email wrong a bunch of times, but it's oh, all I've right. gotten it all wrong. I've got I'm pro- I probably okay. already got it wrong. Like, trust me, Ooh. I check it every day. I know I know <laughs> that it's there. That's all that matters. What are you talking about today? All right. So in the vein of what other people do right after Halloween is over, we are jumping straight into Christmas. And Perfect. yeah, right. Um, My act- least favorite trope. <laughs> See, like I. I was neither, like, I'm very much like a let people, if they enjoy it, let them have it, with the exception of, like, white supremacy. Um, But in this particular instance, I just read a study, I can't remember where I read it, it was probably Facebook, which may or may not be credible then. Very accurate study. uh, Yeah, probably. Um, But it was that people who like go straight from Halloween right into Christmas in their decorating and like they start playing Christmas music and everything apparently are happier. So maybe I should start doing that. Like, no, if, that's a if lie. The, if the cure to my depression all this time has been just like immediately decorating for Christmas on November 1st, then I've been missing out for like over a decade. I am a proponent of let each holiday have its time. Thanksgiving's still a holiday, guys. Yeah, it's built on bullshit traditions, and it's a huge lie, and everything. And they killed wrong with a lot it. of Native Americans. Yeah, but I like to eat turkey and mashed potatoes. So no, give I me agree with you. This time, and I'm also a hoe for the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Like that is what I am aspiring to: is that we become successful enough that we host an episode on a float in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And if anybody can make that happen, either in real life Let's get or a crime in fiction, float. please, please, please. Like, can you imagine? Like, we can just have, like, people dressed up as serial killers, like the people that, that yeah. walk alongside the float. We can have, like, little bundies but and I shit want them, like that. I want them, like, like, with mascot heads. Yeah. No, definitely. Or, like... <laughs> You know how there's that one, I think it's a, it's a sport. I don't know what sport it is, but the, the mascot has a coonskin hat. Um, what? Yeah, it's like a Davy Crockett style mascot. I can't remember what the, the people who know sports are probably screaming at me right now. I don't now. know sports. I, I don't know sports whatsoever. Um, but we could get one of those, except it's Ed Gein, and instead of like a coonskin hat, it's like a nipple belt. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Right? That'd be so good. That'd be that'd be so wholesome for all the children to watch. Al Perfect. Roker would be so impressed. Wait, so what's the episode about? So, yeah, anyway. <laughs> um, so this crime takes place on Christmas, but we're talking about Joe's son today. Ooh. And, oh, that's my birth control. <laughs> Sorry. How many times? Everybody. How many times has this happened? Anybody who knows what time I take my birth control now knows when I record this podcast. Hang on. Please hold. Just riff. Go ahead. Riff. Talk about what Joe's son means to you. I want somebody to make like a a super cut or something of all the times that Caitlin's um, birth control alarm has gone off during this podcast. Because it would be just great. I think it's maybe probably four or five times that it's happened anyway just riff until caitlin gets back we're not gonna cut this out why would we we don't cut anything out and we're back 
We are back. <laughs> you know what? You should be thanking me because the day that I have a child is the day that the Antichrist comes. So if anything, I'm doing the world a favor. It'll take a lot shorter amount of time than 2030 for the world to end. All right. Perfect. So yes. So Joseph Hyungmin Sun, I'm just jumping right into it. Um, he was born in South Korea on November 22nd, 1970. And he moved to California when he was a child and became an American citizen then. And people primarily would know him as an actor. Um, he's best known for his role in the 1997 blockbuster movie, Austin Powers, International Rant Man of Mystery, I Can't Speak. Um, and his character was Random Task, who is a parody of the James Bond character Oddjob. I don't know. I was never allowed to watch Austin Powers. Mm -hmm. um, a little too much sex for my mother's Catholic heart to handle, but that's okay. And I don't from think what you really I hear, it was quite groovy. It. Yeah, I, it's not like it's not like my mother was like, "You're not allowed to see like any Meryl Streep movie." Like, I it, it's it's a loss I can take. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, so he was in James Bond. That's really uh, James Bond. Jesus Christ. He was in Austin Powers, which is definitely <laughs> not James Bond. Um, nope. Haven't seen either of them either. Uh, haven't seen either of them either. Any of them. Did I take my birth control pills or my stupid pills? Let's find out. Let me, let me just look real quick. No, it says, it says birth control. Okay. Um, so yeah, he's best known for being in Austin Powers, but he was in some other stuff. Um, mm -hmm. There's a film called Joshua Tree. He was in the first two shoot fighter films in that series that I've never seen because the title doesn't really speak to me. And mm -hmm. Blood Fist 5, Human Target. Wow. Yeah. And he had a leading part as the main villain in the Lorenzo Lamas action film Viper in 1994, which is the year I was born. So that's why I missed that one. Um, <laughs> Because bringing babies into a movie theater, for those of you who do this, this may come as a shock, but bringing babies into a movie theater is generally not a cool thing to do. I'm talking to that bitch that brought her infant into Finding Dory for the 10 p.m. showing. Punishable by death, really. Or by calling out via podcast. Um, mm -hmm. Which is what I've done. So... He was known as an actor primarily, but he was also a mixed martial arts fighter and retired with a record of zero to four on July 20th, 2002. Um, Great. Yep, good for him. Sounds like a real winner. And though he had appeared before in Ultimate Fighting Championships UFC 3 as legendary MMA fighter Kimo Leopoldo, Leopoldo's uh, cornerman and trainer, Sun had his proper debut at the UFC 4 event entering the tournament built as a Taekwondo black belt and founder of a style called Jo Son Do. Oh, God. So he was also clearly quite humble. I love when humble. people name shit after themselves. I know. I know. It's just... It's, are, it's, such, a, it's such a dude thing. It is, I was going to say, I can't think of a woman who's done that. Like, I can't think of a woman who's had a daughter that's a junior. I can't think of a woman that has had something named after something that she's created and not had it named after a man that played a small part in it instead. That's true. Woof. Um, in other news... Go vote. I was going to say, go vote. 
political. Quick, quick aside, this is now the political culture podcast. Um, so yeah, so Sun was also a professional wrestler in Japan for a short time. And he wrestled Shinya Hashimoto at All Japan Pro Wrestling's second Wrestle One event. And he worked as a singer and dancer for Hustle's third event. This probably cool. means a lot of stuff to a lot of people who follow MMA and Ultimate Fighting and wrestling and whatnot. I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be clear. A lot of you are probably Stating sitting the there saying, like, finally she admits it, but I have no idea what I'm talking about. Um That's all right. And let's get to the despite, murder. I was gonna say, despite his colorful creative background and mm-hmm. the fact that he is a founder of a clearly well-known mixed martial arts thing trend thing uh-huh. um he was also frequently in trouble with the law pretty much no. after his career ended yeah i know um he is the orlando brown of like mma actor people Mm-hmm. In that once you like lose your relevancy, you kind of go off the deep end and you start doing shit you wouldn't normally do. Um, he also did shit before he got famous, but we'll get to that. So on May 16th, 2008, which is my brother Timmy's birthday. So hi, I love him. <gasps> nice. I know. I know. And also Joe's son is South Korean and my sister is South Korean. So many connections. So, so many connections like his mo- one of his movies came out in 1984 i came out in 1994 like it's just ugh, it's uncanny um but yeah so son in on timmy's birthday in 2008 son pleaded guilty to felony vandalism and was sentenced to 60 days in prison and was placed on probation after his prison sentence ended mm-hmm. this is key on August 18th, 2008, he was taken into custody and given an additional 90 days in prison due to a probation violation for failing to report to the Department of Probation and keeping them informed of his current residence. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, if he did all the things that he was supposed to do, what's coming up would not have been ever found. been, yeah, have ever been solved. Yeah. Um, so as a condition of his original plea agreement, Sun was required to provide a DNA sample. Okay. In early, This is in August 2008. In early October 2008, his DNA sample was linked to a crime that took place in Huntington Beach, California on Christmas Eve 1990. Weird. Yes. Um, so this is, this is... This is 2008 now. This is 2008. It's been literally... Do the math for me, Haley. It's been almost... Yeah. 20 years shit right math anybody it's been like 18 years yeah, but, right 18 but like years. didn't he have Eight. to give his dna other times no it was only because he violated his probation oh okay it's, i thought you meant like it, that was one of the fluke. terms of his probation it was one of the terms of his new deals because he did not follow his probation oh got it got it got yeah it. so like he if he just listened and did the shit that he was told to do he could have gotten off for this very fucked up crime, scot-free. Yeah. Um, so the 19-year-old victim, who has remained anonymous, um, had been out walking her dog in the early hours of December 24th after being up late looking at friends. Uh, looking at friends, yes. She was looking at her friends, as one often does. <laughs> I, for example, love looking at Haley. Just staring at him. Just, just giving him a good once-over. Um, she was up looking at Christmas lights, driving around and looking at Christmas lights with her friends. And I love son, that. I know, right? Like, can we do that when I come see you? 
I do that uh, on Halloween with my mom. We drive around and look at Halloween lights. That's a phenomenon oh. that doesn't happen in a lot of places, but where I live, lots of people go like hella hard decorating yeah. for Halloween. Yeah, where I am, where I grew up and where I am, nobody really went hard. They go hard for Christmas because, well, where I grew up, because it's like a heavily white Anglo-Saxon Protestant area, but... Yeah. Hmm. Also, if you heard that, don't mind me just chugging from my two liter of Diet Coke because I have lost my will to be healthy and live. What? Um, Perfect. So, yeah. So, she was walking her dog and son approached her on the sidewalk around 1230 a.m. And he made contact pretending to be lost and trying to figure out where the beach was and asking for directions. She then noticed a second man, later identified as Santiago Lopez Gaetan of San Antonio, Texas. And she made, I watched a special that she was on, which I'll get to in a minute. Um, She made a note that he was smoking a cigarette and to like watch where the cigarette landed because the DNA may be needed later. She was overall uncomfortable and she had amazing, badass super lady instincts. Um, So she ended up being attacked from behind and had a gun put to her head with her attacker whispering into her ear, I'm going to kill you so bad. I'm going to throw you off the cliffs. I'm going to mutilate you and throw you down the cliffs. Dude, get a different hobby. That's not a pickup line that would really, like, get my engine revving, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, come on. Like, you, sh- you should start with, hey, you don't know this, but in seven years, I'm going to be in an Austin Powers movie. That's a line. Yeah. Um, I would stay with him for at least seven years just to see if the pickup line, co- like, comes to fruition, you know? Um, so, yeah. So the victim fought back, as did her dog, Shasi who bit joe's son i was like when i read that i was like yes boo i i was so proud of this little tiny muffin just going along just taking a bite nipping away and so as the victim attempted to run away um and also she was trying to get chassis away from the attackers she actually eventually just threw the dog in a bush because these guys were not only trying to like attack and kidnap her, but they were also trying to kill the dog because the dog bit them. No. Right? Um, So super fucked up, but they were trying to kill the poor precious angel hero baby, and they were also trying to like attack this victim. And Mm -hmm. the victim ended up being pistol whipped, beaten, and dragged by her hair. Oof. Um, After Shasi got away, I want everybody to be aware that Shasi was nowhere near this, didn't have to witness that. Um, because obviously that's what matters here. I I don't even know. Um, but yeah, so then son told the victim, bitch, you're going to die tonight. I'm going to fucking kill you. Jesus. Yeah. Um, so he does not mince words. He is straight. he's, He's getting right to it. Yeah. He is getting right to it. Doesn't want anything to be left to chance. Like he's just putting it out into the universe, hoping that it'll come right back. And so at one point, Lopez Gaetan gestured with his gun towards the, wi- <laughs> towards the windows of the victim's neighbors. And he said, the first one that hears you, they're going to get their head blown off and you're going to watch. So it's your choice. Jesus. Yeah. So not only are they like beating her within an inch of her life so that she physically can't scream, but even if she wanted to make a ruckus, they're putting it on her that like other people's lives will be at risk. Yeah. So super fucked super fucked up Mm -hmm. um 
So then Sun and Lopez Gaetan dragged the woman into her car, into their car, excuse me. They had a van and they drove off and they violated and terrorized her for hours at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, according to prosecutors, Sun and Gaetan repeatedly raped, sodomized, and forced the woman to orally copulate them while holding a gun to her head in the backseat of a car. Um, at mm. one point, she was also forced to basically have oral sex with a gun. Um, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Um, Sun specifically pistol whipped, kicked, bit, punched, and penetrated her. Um, and the penetration was vaginally with a firearm. Oh, yep. God. Yep. Um, she was poked in the eyes and slammed into the ground. Ah. And the victim remembered Sun telling her that she was going to die at one point and counted the bullets in his gun right in front of her. Um, He said he was giving me to himself as a Christmas present, she remembered during the trial. Um, Sun had told her, quote, I needed a beach girl for my Christmas present to myself because I'm going to throw you down. I'm going to make sure the cops see you. Jesus. Yeah. It just completely sickening. Um. So while they were doing this, they were also driving the van around asking, um, they, were, they were saying that they were going to throw her off the cliffs. They were asking her for directions to the cliffs. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So like a smart, badass lady that she is, she was like, I don't know what you're talking about. There's no cliffs here. What? What do you mean? What are you talking about? Cliffs? Give What's a cliff? Give straight to the like, police department. Do you mean Cliff Huxtable? That's what I would have done. Um, but no. So she was just like, no idea. And so they ended up releasing her hours after they kidnapped her. Um, wow. Yeah. In court, the victim recalled the moment that her captors released her, naked, injured, and with her own pants tied around her eyes. Um, son offered, it's Christmas. This is your lucky day. That's what he said. Mm. Um, she ran to a nearby home where strangers called the police. Um, and now I feel like is the best point to add that nobody needs to be worried. They found Shasi. Shasi was fine. Perfect. She, I wouldn't, she I wouldn't probably lived a long, to... fulfilling life and is now in heaven with Burt Reynolds' character from All Dogs Go to Heaven, Charlie. Because... I wouldn't expect you to tell a story where a dog got hurt. Oh, no. I like If I ever was researching something and a dog got hurt, and any animal got hurt, and I didn't know that it was coming, you would be you would be receiving a call from me. I, it would be unintelligible, but you'd be receiving a call from me, and you'd probably have to take over the episode for that week. Just okay. a heads up. Just a heads up. So if anybody, now anybody who notices that Haley does two episodes in a row, now we know why. Um, yep. But so, yeah. Um, in a 48-hour special, which is the one that I was talking about before, the victim recounted her injuries from the attack. This is where, like, if you're queasy... This is where you skip. Um, I had red marks going around each one of my eyes where apparently his nails had gone in and cut the backs of my eyes. That, that was the worst one for me. Um, I had a semi-dislocated shoulder. I had dislodged part of my hinge in my jaw. The majority of my Ugh. teeth were extremely loose. I lost a lot of hearing from the head trauma. And I was in so much pain that on a scale from 1 to 10, I would have registered 1,000. Oh, God. Yeah. And no, she doesn't even mention the pain, the vaginal pain or anything like that, that she's yeah. presumably experiencing after being raped multiple times, per, like, yeah, four she's hours. Probably in, 
She's probably in so much pain from her other injuries. She that it doesn't, just even, doesn't even register. Yeah. Right, right. Like, that's the least of her pain at that point. Right. Um, so given that he was already fast forwarding, given that he was already in custody for a probation violation, Sun was arrested at the Theo Lacey facility on October 7th, 2008. And then was subsequently charged by California authorities in relation to the nineteen in relation to his participation in the nineteen ninety gang rape. Gang rape. I can't speak. Um, so he was initially charged in Orange County, California, um, with five counts of rape, two felony counts of forcible sodomy, two felony counts of sodomy in concert by force, seven felony counts of forcible oral copulation, and one felony count of sexual penetration by foreign object by force. Jesus. Yeah. Honestly, though, well-deserved, and he probably did much more than that. Yeah. Um, He was forced to a maximum sentence of 275 years to life if convicted. Wow. Yeah. Um, So before jury selection began for his trial in early August 2011, so this only, like, really came to light, like, a decade ago, and then proceedings for the jury selection and everything really only happened like seven years ago so i mean this is relatively yeah, recent. crazy yeah the crime was a long time ago but the justice that this victim thankfully received it's relatively recent um so before the selection for the jury began um the initial charges against sun were dropped because they expired due to the statute of limitations that's what i was uh, that's what i was thinking like when we're like talking about the dates and stuff yeah it's like is this even sadly is it even uh punishable anymore it was but then like because it takes so long to get to a point where you like select a jury and all this other stuff like during that time i'm assuming it was 2010 where it was like it was no more mm-hmm. yeah um so son was then charged with conspiracy to commit torture yeah, and murder crimes which have no statute of limitations um and in late august son was found guilty of one felony count of torture wow yes so he started out having the book thrown at him and then he gets off relatively with with less charges lesser charges yeah um yeah. So, so during the trial the orange county district attorney's office maintained that both son and his co-defendant santiago lopez gaitan pistol whipped their female victim repeatedly threatened to kill her and raped her before finally releasing her to put it in a nutshell to mm-hmm. gloss over it um gaitan yeah, who the was, extreme spark noted version yes of it. yes um gaitan who was 40 at the time like of sentencing pleaded guilty to one felony count each of kidnapping sodomy by force in, in concert rape in concert forcible oral copulation and forcible rape with a sentencing enhancement for committing rape while armed with a firearm. He Hmm. was sentenced on January 28, 2011 to 17 years and four months in prison. Um, On September 19, 2011, after the majority of those charges were dropped, um, he was sentenced to seven years to life. Mm -hmm. But it gets better. Oh, God. Because homeboy just can't seem to behave himself. No. Um, So in October 2011, so he's been in jail for like a month. We'll we'll give him a month. Um, Mm -hmm. Son was accused of killing his cellmate, Michael Thomas Graham, (laughs) who was a convicted sex offender. No word on whether he used Joe Sundo to kill his cellmate. Um, Well... 
I know. It's just a tragedy. I wish, I wish I knew. Um, the murder happened on October 10th, 2011. So, yeah, not even a month that he had been in prison. Um, on B Yard Reception, Building 5 at Wasco State Prison. And mm-hmm. the beating occurred at 5.25 p.m. And Graham died 25 minutes later. Wow, he must have beaten the shit out of him. That Joe Sundell, I'm telling you. I um, guess. Maybe that's what we should learn to like protect ourselves. Forget like Krav Maga or Jiu Jitsu or anything. Like let's we learn let's do some special, Joe Sundell. The special martial art of a serial killer. Or what's Not that? a serial killer. He, he only killed one person so far. He only right? killed the one person. Yeah, he All only right, killed. He only killed. He only killed the sex offender. Um, okay. So, yeah, after the murder occurred, Sun was moved to solitary confinement. And on September Probably 13th, I've, I'm just going to say, like, I mean, also I, in my in my like research, homeboy was five foot four. What a little so, peanut. He was like a scorpion, small but deadly. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> right. Um but so, yeah, so after the murder occurred, he was in solitary. And then on September 13th, 2013, Sun was officially charged with Graham's murder. And at his trial in 2017, he was found guilty of voluntary manslaughter and received a 27-year sentence tacked onto his seven years to life sentence. All right, then. Um, so, yeah. Um, but that's Joe Sun. And, like, yeah, this is a little bit different because... With our usual episodes, not only does the victim of the crime that we're discussing live, like she's she's alive. She's again, her identity is kept a complete secret. Uh huh. But she has anonymously spoken out about her ordeal, um, specifically in the Forty Eight Hours Live to Tell special, which is really the only popular culture reference that has occurred after the fact of the murder. Like the main. Popular culture references are directly related to Joe Sun's Joe life. Joe Sun, yeah, Joe yeah. Sun and his life prior to the rape and murder and all of the like shitty shit that he has done. Um, shitty shit. Damn. Yeah. Um, but so it's a little bit different because of that. But again, like this girl, also the fact that she survived, and also the fact that Shasi survived. Like they're both just like badass motherfuckers. Yeah. And. Right. Like, it's just, it's very, it's very interesting, I think, that this is one of the few cases where the majority of the popular culture related to this crime is all to do with the criminal's life outside of the crime. Like, that he was a, not famous, but he was a relatively well-known actor. Yeah, he was an actor. Yeah, Yeah. he was in a a popular movie. Like, I told a friend of mine, we were talking about, like, I was researching for this or whatever, and I told a friend of mine, I was like, hey, yeah, like, no, this is what I'm t- I'm talking about this guy this week. And she has seen more of the, like, from our childhood, I guess you would say, movies that I was not uh-huh. allowed to watch, like Austin Powers and Bring It On and things like that. And when I showed her his picture from Austin Powers, she was like, oh, it's that guy. Yeah. Like... People, so he's recognizable. Yes, he's recognizable. Like people like like know him from Austin Powers and would like it wasn't like he had like one line or something. Like he wasn't Yeah, he, he was like a a real character. Yeah. 
he was a real character. He was actually like, I mean, I don't know if he was good or not, but he was actually in one of these like blockbuster movies. And he had a relatively significant part. And it's just, it's very, so you don't see a lot of that. I just looked it up, and Austin Powers came out in 1997. Yes. So the... Seven years uh, after the rape occurred. Oh, okay. Seven years after. Yeah. Jeez. So, and I just... I, I How do you, you live with that? You think that would follow you around? But wait, I, didn't How that, do you live with that? Yeah. You, but was the girl blindfolded the entire time of no, the whole like, ordeal? Because no. so, if she had seen happened? that movie, that movie was kind of everywhere. So did she see him and be like holy shit so what happened was when joe's son poked her eyes oh her vision was like she was able to see but like she was able to see more than she let on but the way that she actually was able to talk them out of killing her was that she first of all she had a friend's uh friend's son's baby picture in her wallet a friend of hers had just had a baby and she was like you're going to let me go because my son doesn't deserve to grow up without a mother like this girl was smart yeah um like they had no idea that she lived alone with no kids just chassis like no idea um Mm -hmm. but so she was like you're gonna let me go because of that and apparently that was what got lopez gaitan to feel bad for her Mm -hmm. um son was not feeling bad enough to like let her go or anything and he was planning to kill her like they were going to go through with killing her and she was like you're gonna let me go you're gonna let me go you're gonna let me go um and he was like we can't let you go we have to kill you because Mm -hmm. you saw our faces and she said to him you poked me in the eyes with contact lenses in i can't see shit which isn't completely true. Like she was able to see enough in front of her, but yeah. probably not enough to like identify like identify him in that way. Yeah. Um, but that is why they let her go because they Jeez. figured, oh well, she can't see, so she can't identify us. That is nuts. It's nuts, but it's also so smart. Like I would not have gotten as far as she did at all. Yeah. Like. Just she was completely yeah, strong. Like she when fought you like hell. Like, I survived. That's I, I. That's what this basically was. It was like a forty-eight hours version of I survived. It's yeah, called it's forty-eight nuts. hours live to tell. But um, no, and just the fact that she was even like aware enough to be like that guy smoking a cigarette. Remember where it lands in case something happens to me. Yeah, that's the crazy shit that you got to think of when you're oh, alone as a woman. Not even not even when you're alone as a woman. I had when school shootings were really reaching their height, um, which it keeps growing. But when I was in college, I had a professor and she said to us, we, we were in a classroom that was... Hello? Hello. Did you hear that? Did you drop yeah, something? Yeah, I dropped something. Oh, okay. I thought I thought it was like Elliot was like banging on the keys. So I was like, Elliot, Um, you know, as one does. But no, she said to us, we were in a room that was the entire front of the room was glass. The entire Mm -hmm. back of the room was mostly windows. There was a huge window 
that took up like half of the left side of the classroom and then the same on the right side of the classroom. So it was basically a fishbowl. There was a small bit of wall where the teacher's desk was on one side, and there was a small bit of wall which was basically like a storage slash utility slash breaker room closet thing. Mm -hmm. And she used to say to us, like I remember being a freshman, and she was said something like, um, every classroom I go into, um, and this was before Sandy Hook, this is before all of it, every classroom I go into, I make a mental note of like plan A, plan B, plan C in terms of if there yeah, was a shooter. So crazy. Um and now I'm sure like back then we thought she was crazy. Now that like if she said that to me now, I'd be like, Yeah, that makes sense. Which is sad. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, so we thought she was crazy and then like you remember this, like I wanna say it was a year after Sandy Hook, we had a student come onto campus and he had yeah, I remember that. guns, one in his laptop case, and then one he had just like with him. And then yeah. he had more, he had assault rifles in the back of his car and a homeless woman called it in. Um, yeah. She went to, I want to say it was ShopRite. Yeah, it was and, the ShopRite right down the hill from the school. Yeah, that's where he was parked and that's where she saw it. She either went to McDonald's first or she went to ShopRite first because they were both in that parking lot. Whichever one she went to, she just wanted to use the phone to call 911 and they wouldn't let her. They were like, you're homeless, like get out. Yeah, and so she decided rather than just let it go, she went to whichever one was next, whether it was the ShopRite or the McDonald's, and she was able to call it in. But um, wow, I was in that class though when the gunman came to campus and with that professor. And she was like, okay, like, Plan A was to leave the classroom. We can't leave the classroom. Plan B, we're all going to get the fuck into that closet. And there were, I think, 30 of us. And there were, like I said, it was like a computer breaker type room because all of the computers were in this one, um, or the majority of the computers. It was like a computer lab slash classroom were in this Mm -hmm. one room. So the the, we had a bunch of kids who were athletes. And I can remember they went and they were – taking huge stacks of chairs that were being stored in there, like folding chairs, and they were just lining them up against the wall, which wouldn't have seemed out of the ordinary because they would do that a lot. Like maintenance would do that a lot for like events and whatnot. And we all piled Mm -hmm. into the closet like sardines in a can, and we were in there for like three hours, four hours, something like that. And I'm pretty, like nothing happened, but he actually, he showed up at class his professor got a message that a gunman was on campus and he didn't follow protocol and was like, you all can leave, which is either a blessing or a curse. But the man was, I believe he, I don't remember, he was Asian, but I don't remember, I, I don't remember what he was, but he, like they identified him soon after mm-hmm. and they were like, he is a, whatever his ethnicity is, Asian student. Um, and when they when he stood up to leave nobody knew it was him and he just said something to the class like i had a friend whose roommate was in the class with him and he said something like oh those asians they're fucking crazy right and then walked out oh shit oh shit indeed i didn't know that yeah no there was that there was he let on that he um had like an accomplice type thing so then security was like not security the fucking swat was like going through trying to see if there was another person because he was like not saying no yeah and they like raided his house and his parents didn't speak english so they didn't know what the fuck was going on which i felt terrible about 
and yeah. they had his room was locked with like a padlock and they had to like use that thing that they have in all of like the FBI CSI things you know what I'm talking about I can't think of what it's called yeah yeah they had that in there and they like broke open the door and there were just clippings apparently everywhere of Sandy Hook had happened a year before um what was the other one the the one in Batman was that where was that in Colorado oh, Aurora Aurora that Aurora, was it yeah um Aurora had recently happened like over the summer and this was like December this was right around the anniversary of Sandy Hook um yeah and yeah, she had clippings it. he had clippings of that like he had like all these clippings of all of these shootings in his room oh shit yeah no it was insane and um but yeah no I, what got me on that we'll subject? talk about we'll talk about that more when we get to like a we'll talk about like a school shooter episode yeah i'm just sitting that here that now takes, like how did i that get takes here? a lot of research <laughs> that takes a lot of research just because it's such a sensitive it's topic. a sensitive topic i mean we, and even we just want to had... approach it with the right um yeah yeah i mean even just those two women who were murdered yeah. in the yoga studio shooting the other day um, down in Florida, and they were both affiliated mm-hmm. with a- with FSU. Like, I mean, it's just, it's everywhere. It's sad. Yeah. It's, it's pretty fucked nuts. Up. So as a segue, go fucking vote. Yeah. Just go and I, do it. You were silent for such a long time. I was like, oh shit, where'd she go? Hello? Mom? Um, but no, yeah. I'm just thinking about it. Just, just thinking about what it's going to be like to vote and i'm going to vote so hard this year um it's going to be insane but yeah no november 6th make a plan go to your polling place go vote bring a friend bring a friend yeah force a friend to go like i'm going to force michael to go with me because i don't know if he's voting i, mean, I know i know he's voting i shouldn't say that i don't know if he's Wait, working. this comes out on on vote on... yeah vote today yeah vote today vote today stop listening don't stop listening to this wait until it's over but then go vote Listen to us yeah. on the way to voting. Or sometimes the lines at your polling place can be super long. Listen to us in line. Yeah. We and should just think about murder and... Uh, just think about murder and think about and how... with your heart. <laughs> every time you vote, one chassis gets caught by Joe Sun. Or don't vote. Yeah. Every time you don't vote. Yeah. Yes. Um, but no, it's it's imperative. It's, it's especially yeah. for today in today's world and today's political and social and environmental climates just go vote go vote but and also go to our website <laughs> and you can vote there now um wouldn't that be great if we could vote online i know that would be amazing that would be great um voting sponsor us but yeah crime culture podcast at tumblr.com and all of our social media links are there we're on facebook we're on the twitter we're on Instagram. Yeah. Um, you can email us at crimeculturepod at gmail.com. Pod, like That's fried it. pods that you're not supposed to eat. But just a single pod. Yeah. And find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Stitcher, oh, we're there. Oh, don't you know? Um, oh, boy. And you can rate and review and subscribe. And, and you should review. I was going to say, we love it when you rate and review so that when you give us five stars, we can hear how great we are. Uh, and we can see uh, your your name and and why you love us and your, your yes, star can. rating. And it's lovely. Or don't love us. And we can hear what you want. 
what you're like for example we just had a fan in sweden also hi sweden and hi, they sweden. just told us that they were looking for episodes on sylvia likens and so for example if you're looking for us to do an episode on something we had done sylvia likens that's how they found us but if you're looking for us to do something like reach out tell us via email tell us via itunes tell yeah, us via stitcher if there's other cases that other podcasts aren't doing and you want us to get a jump on it before those rats over at last podcast or my favorite murder do it, then let us know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And both, shout out to Alex and Sweden. Two of our favorite podcasts, but still. Yes. Yes. We like them very much. Among others. Like, I listen to too many, probably. In conclusion, go vote. Yes. Go vote. Please. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Happy Election Day. And that too. Goodbye. Goodbye. Go vote. Bye.